Okay, let's plot a course, Zero. Where to? Um... Yeah. Whew. Um... Yeah. Man, there are a lot more stars than I thought. Let me guess. You haven't thought that far ahead. I'll figure something out. Only this time? He has health. Did someone ask for help? I am Hologram Janeway, your training advisor for exploring the greater galaxy. On behalf of Starfleet, welcome aboard. How can I be of assistance? What is that? I have no idea. to Deep Space Pride, a gay Star Trek podcast. I am Johnson, one of your hosts, and with me is Mike Thurlow, my co-host. Hi, Hi Johnson. Mike. How are you? I am pretty good today, thanks. A little tired, but... Uh, I'm yeah. exhausted and old. It's like my... my uh, Those are your tired and old. Yes, my, my age is catching up to me. Your age. Yeah. Your almost 40-year-old body is... Yeah, it feels like I'm 50, but whatever. <laughs> feels so old. Well, How's the week time, been? Uh, this week is uh, pretty crazy, actually. There are yeah. a lot of things going on. Yeah. Yeah. Culminating in a half marathon on Sunday, so... <laughs> That's right. How are you feeling? Um... I'm a little nervous about it, but it'll, it'll be fine. I mean, I did 12 miles last Sunday. Um, it was like a little painful. Yeah. my I, f- I forgot the last time I did a half marathon or was training, my knee kind of starts hurting around mile nine. And oh. uh, because of the pandemic, I never really got it checked out. So it's uh, resurfaced again. And so I got some braces, though, knee braces to, to run in. Hopefully that'll help a little bit. And um, yeah. So we got that. I mean, it's Dennis's birthday tomorrow. We have birthday dinner. We have a birthday celebration at our place on Friday. Yeah, we do. We are driving to Cambridge on Saturday morning. Uh, what end? To pick up our packets for the race. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we have to be up there before three. So it's about a four hour drive or so, four and a half hours. Okay. So we have to get up there by before three, pick up our packets and then get settled in. So. Yeah. Fine. Find a find a good carb heavy dinner and uh, go to sleep because uh, the race starts early. So what time does it start? And it's also know, daylight I... savings. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah. Well, again, that means we get an extra hour technically. We do. Yeah, you're right. Um, although, what does that mean? Does that mean it's going to be even dark? It's going to be darker earlier. I know that, but is it going? No, to it's going to be light? well. It's going to be lighter earlier as well. Okay. All right. Marginally, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, the letter earlier doesn't affect me because I'm not one of those people that gets up at 6 a.m. usually. Absolutely not. No, no, not uh, me. But the 4.30 p.m. I know. Darkness is I know. sucks. Just yeah. sucks. Yeah. Um, this is a remnant of a time long ago and far away. Mm-hmm. All about farm country. And- yes, it, I, I still don't really get it, but whatever. I think there's still some sort of rationale behind it even today, but it's kind of weird. Yeah, Very I don't fun. know. So, yeah. yeah, so it's a busy week. How about your week? How's your week going? Oh, my God. My week has been crazy. Well, work has been a lot. I'm just been underwater. It's just been really crazy and busy. Um, I have, I just feel there's a lot going on. You know my saga with Apple and yes. my iPhone. I, all right, I'm, I have the iPhone upgrade program, which means I get a new iPhone every year. And that also means I send back my iPhone and they never got it. It's still missing. FedEx, I think someone at FedEx stole it. I wouldn't be surprised, yep. to be honest, or yeah. lost it. I think s- stealing is probably more likely, honestly. And uh, I mean, they're investigating. I'm supposed to hear about by tomorrow. Uh, everyone I've talked to at Apple has been really nice, but I feel they are not knowledgeable. Like the people I talked to, one person was unfamiliar with the iPhone upgrade program. I was like, what? I I don't understand. Um, it just, I don't know. It didn't make me feel particularly confident. And we'll see. I'm just kind of nagging them a lot. And I just, I don't know. I expect more from Apple. And I also kind of wish I wasn't so tied to Apple. I'm not. Um, in particular, I would say, but everyone has has an iPhone, and I'm like, it's fine. Um, but it's like I I almost wish there were more options, like because I I try I've tried Android before, and it's, it's terrible. Like I had a Samsung before, yeah. and it's so bad. So, I mean, I don't know. It, it's it's fine. It's fine. I don't really. I've had, I'm, I've not, I'm not like you. I'm not like a loyalist. I'm not an Apple loyalist. I kind of just go with whatever works best. And unfortunately, when it comes to phones iPhones do work best, um, at least based upon my own personal experience. Computers, I, I prefer, um, I have an HP, um, you know, I, I have a Mac for work, but I actually prefer PCs. Um, but yeah, when it comes to phones, I just wish it wasn't, I mean, it's not a monopoly, but essentially, at least in the US, it kind of is. So here we are. I understand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a semi-loyalist. I've had my bad experiences with Apple. Uh, so I understand and, uh, yeah, uh, but I do like the connectedness of their products and being, no, no, they're good products, but I'm kind of just like, oh my God, your customer service representative doesn't know what the iPhone upgrade program is. That's not acceptable. Like, why do I need to explain that? So just basic shit like that, like really does not work well for me. (laughs) So I'm like, and now I feel I need to micromanage this whole process. Right. And I don't feel like I should, but yeah. And like you said, they didn't have the uh, tracking number. You forgot to write, write it down. And so, yeah, I might, I'm feel that this should be basic because Amazon is really good about tracking your returns, to be honest. And Apple had no idea. They're like, did you, did you write it down? Like, no, because I thought you guys would have it. I mean, you guys generate a label. <laughs> Why would I, you know, just basic shit like that. I'm like, we're in 2021, like, you know, that's basic. You should be tracking all returns on your end. I should not have to do that. So whatever. Yeah. In any case, so that's been annoying. Mm-hmm. Work's been crazy. 
yeah. I am building, I do have a project. I'm rebuilding a fish tank. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Uh, so that's fun, at least. That's, that's good. Something I like, but otherwise, I don't know. Still waiting for death to come, you know? Same deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. Still no, uh, still no uh, dates from the matchmaker. The matchmaker. Well, they did propose someone this week. I, I mentioned to you on, on our text chain, but they yeah. proposed someone, and it was funny because I had just matched with that same person that morning on OpenCupid, and I was actually kind of interested. We had high a high compatibility rate, but then you know, OpenCupid, you can go in, you can drill down, and you answer questions and things like that. I'm, I don't know if you. I don't know that. So no, yeah. Well, I'm, you've never used OkCupid before? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So long, long, long time ago. I don't remember. Well, you can answer a lot of questions, right? And then from that, they can determine compatibility. And right. they ask you, like, how important is it to you? Like, are you a smoker? You know, right. things like that. Um, and they have ever-growing list of questions. And one of the questions has been Trump, yes or no. And this guy was like yes and i was like are you joking um, i didn't <laughs> yeah. ask him that but it literally is just like trump yes or no it doesn't really give you much leeway to add more context um right. well actually you know, they do I, i'm sorry they there's like open field and you can add more context if you like but he literally just wrote yes and i was like bye bitch i'm, I'm not i'm not doing yeah that. i'm not dealing with that absolutely no. not yep um so so then when the matchmaker wrote me and was like how about this guy i was like um no Trump supporter. No. Yeah, I was like, sorry, deal breaker. I don't care. Yeah. So. No, I think that's good. I, I would, I would make the same call. I, I just, yeah. Do yeah. not, I do not understand that. I've never understood that. Uh, I, I realize that there is a spectrum of people out there in oh, the yeah. LG, you know, in the LGBTQIA community. No, I've that... actually come across plenty of uh, Trump supporters on the dating apps. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a thing. It's you a know? thing. So anyway, bummer there. Uh, it's fine. That's yeah. been the week so far. There's, there's a lot going on, but I'm looking forward to the weekend. Yeah. And it's fast approaching. It's third. It's Wednesday night. We're back to our Wednesday night slot. Mm -hmm. We have new prodigy tomorrow and we're going to talk about the premiere episode in a little bit. Yeah. Which is exciting. And, uh, I like right before we recorded, I realized we're two weeks away from discovery. I know. Holy crap, two weeks. It's happening fast. It is. Uh, so that's coming up too. Mm -hmm. Speaking of discovery, you know, uh, Wilson Cruz had some nice uh, photos posted on his Instagram. He, he did, I think, two photo shoots over the weekend or over the last week or so. And definitely worth checking out. I still <laughs> think I, I still think that he's your future boyfriend, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know. We haven't even ever met in person. Of course not. Uh, and then, uh, so there's that. So definitely, uh, if you're a fan of Wilson Cruz, and uh, he's quite the daddy. He is. Uh, he takes good care of his body. He does. Um, he does look great, and he lives across the river. He's very close. yes. He li he he lives a short Uber ride slash. Mm -hmm. Is there a subway that goes to Long Island City? Yes. Or? Oh, my God. Yes. Oh. It's it's like so close. It's like the first stop on the seven. 
in Queens, oh, well, into Queens. Okay, well, I, I've ridden the seven all of like three times, I think. It's literally right there. It's okay. it's actually very popular because it's literally, people don't realize it's one stop into Manhattan. From Manhattan. Either way, <laughs> one stop. Yeah, it's one stop from Manhattan, one stop to Long City. Got it. It's one stop from Grand Central. Oh, really? Yeah, it's very close. Oh, wow. Like people didn't realize that. So I, I got an apartment back there in 2007, but that was when it was just starting uh, to kind of build up. And that's when also when started people to realize that, oh, wait, it's so close to Manhattan. And then that's when prices started to go up. So I, I got an apartment at the right time. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, he's, he's close enough. That's, uh, that's not too far away. Very close. Correct. Um, so Wilson Cruz, well, there are, Star Trek oh, news has their oh been. the other the other big thing was that Anthony Rapp just turned fifty, and he looks amazing for fifty. He looks good for fifty. Yes, I would never have guessed he was fifty, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Wilson so, Cruz is like is he in his mid forties? Yeah, Wilson Cruz is also yeah. in, around that age as well. Oh, around that age. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they're in, they're in my neighborhood versus yours. But you well, like older I mean, men. I'm not that far off. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, so happy birthday to Anthony Rapp. Uh, great photo shoot, Wilson Cruz. Mm-hmm. Um, Wilson Cruz, meet Johnson Lee. Okay, all right, there we are. Yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty. Uh, yeah, that's all I really thought of. Uh, you know, and have- the second Coda book came out last week. I haven't started reading it yet. I know you are. Oh yeah, I'm in the midst of that. I'm about two thirds of the way through. It is. Very good. I will say that uh, it okay. is. It is much more of an adventure, I would say, like an episodic, like or you know, a grand episode, like a movie, you know, level episode. But uh, okay. it's it's different than all the setup that you and the mystery that you kind of get in book one, okay, which we talked about. So yeah. um, it's sort of like you know the problem now, yeah, and now you're tackling solutions, and nice. yeah, so you get to. The other piece of this is that you get some Deep Space Nine crew mm-hmm. in it, so that's been really enjoyable to uh, yeah yeah to read. So uh, yeah, so definitely we'll we'll talk about that later this month. Hopefully, yeah, I, I need to start picking it up, but I will read it. This is a matter of definitely. Uh, I think yeah, I I am enjoying it more than the first book, okay. and I love Dayton more to no 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 rebuff to him or anything like that, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, setting up something, you know, is one thing, but you know, the middle it's, it's, it's the empire strikes back. This is what this book is. It is the Ooh. empire strikes back. Oh, uh, yeah. So I, uh, yeah, that's exactly the way I feel about it. Huh? Uh, okay. All right. Yep. 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 I mean, I loved star Wars obviously, but the empire strikes back is where it's at. Wow. It's my, it's my favorite original tri- trilogy film. Yeah. Um, I think it's a lot of, um, um, it's on a but, lot of people's favorites, favorite but it's also movie. a great analogy for a middle, huh. uh, middle movie in a okay, series. Okay. Uh, right. And I would say that that's what I would compare the book to. So yeah, all right, I'm excited. Yeah. Yes, cool. So much awesome. cool stuff. So yeah, and cool. book three is coming out in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Three weeks from now. So oh my god, it's uh, very quick. and then we get it. Then we get a DS9 book, which I'm excited about as well. So in December, we get a DS9 book uh, during the set during the series. Oh, okay. 
So with Kira and Jadzia. So oh, cool. that, that'll be cool. Um, and then I think there's a Picard novel or something in January, but I don't, I'm not sure about that. Mm. I have vague impressions of that. So yeah, uh, we've got that. We've got Discovery. A lot of Star Trek. And uh, we're in the midst of, well, not the midst, at the very beginning of Star Trek Prodigy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which premiered last Thursday. And we're talking about it now, a week later. Cool. So should we get into the first episode of this new series, Lost and Found? Lost and Found. Let's All do right. it. Let's get into it. Mr. Payne in my tail, but is back to wreck my loader again. And he's found the only thing denser than him. What if this pain in your tail butt told you there's a way off this rock? Oh, whoa! You understand, Jenkum Pog? Wait, Jenkum Pog understands you? Ow! Magic. It's a translator. A magic translator. What if we told you we found a ship but need your help getting it off the ground? You want to leave? <laughs> you think it's bad down here? Out there is no... You're right. He does argue everything. He's telling right. That's what they do. You're right. What were we thinking? We'll stay. Stay! You want to chop rock for the rest of your life? If you can get out, get out! It's not every day you find a free ship. He probably can't even fix it. How dare you? Jankum can fix everything. Uh, but who wants an engineer who argues all the time? Uh, someone who values a counter opinion that may very well save your life. Go ahead. Surround yourself with yes trolls. See how far that gets you. So you're saying we should have you on our ship? Like it or not, you're stuck with me. Congratulations. You just got yourself an engineer. So, Mike, would love your initial reactions to this series premiere. I, I loved this. Right from the get-go, I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the, the world building was a little less so. It was definitely character-focused, which makes sense for a children's show uh, or a show directed towards children. But, uh, yeah, just visually stunning beautiful and uh just a really fun exciting episode i i i i've watched it three times i just finished watching it before we started recording it again but that's i would i would probably watch it a fourth i mean it is it is excellent really really excellent i am i i in fact this third time around i was like asking myself more questions I was uh, wondering what things, different things were. I even picked up on something three seconds or in, probably not a little longer than like 10 seconds into the, to this show, uh, they had alien script that, tra- that translated into English. It said uh, Tars Lamora, yeah. mm-hmm. which is the planet that mm-hmm. they're on. And, uh, but it was in, I didn't even notice the first time or the second time there was an alien script that translated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. that was really cool. Uh, so right from the get go, you know, I, you just uh, Dal is a, a great character, and uh, we get kind of his story in this uh, in this episode. And uh, yeah, I'm all for it. It was 
It was just enjoyable, super enjoyable. It reminds me a lot of How to Train Your Dragon. Oh yeah, totally. It's, it's, uh, it felt very Nickelodeon, I guess. Yeah, but also yeah. Nickelodeon, but like Netflix level, like How to Train Your Dragon, like. Uh, like dreamworks -y. That's Yeah, that, very that's dream very dreamworks. Yeah, <laughs> very dreamworks -y. And yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, so those are just some of my thoughts initially. I mean, mm. I, I'm super excited for the series. I can't wait to see what happens, um, where this goes, and all kinds of mysteries. But what about you? What did you think about it? Yeah, you captured, I think, the high-level points that I would make. I, I really liked it, too. I thought that the pacing was really good. Um, I thought the music was great. The oh, I didn't even tell great. you. Yeah, yeah. The music was awesome. Yeah, I mean, Michael Giacchino, however you pronounce his last name, composed the main theme music, and it, it, he didn't. He he's not the main composer for the series, but you can really tell that his influence is in the music and the soundtrack. So it was really strong. The music was really strong. I really noticed that even on my first watch. And I watched it on my iPhone coming back from Boston last week. It was like not the most ideal setup, but I was like, I just got to watch this because I'm not going to have time. And it was still very noticeable. Um, yeah, the characters were fun. I mean, Dal is a fun, relatable character. I can definitely see if you're a kid or a teenager, you're like, this is, you know, he's very relatable. He he cracks jokes. He you know he's he's very DreamWorks in terms of a main character for sure in many ways. Very contemporary in style and language. One thing that I thought was really interesting that I feel was very unique to uh, Prodigy, and I don't know if you picked up on this um, or not, is the idea around language. And this is very, very interesting to me because first of all, we don't know who Dal is as a species, right? Like there's this mystery around who is he, whatever, right? And he's the only one that speaks in English or something. Standard, standard, yeah. Right. That was very interesting because Gwen speaks many languages. And then when Gwen was talking to her father slash the Biner, at first she's speaking in a foreign language, like alien language, and then He's the one that, and then he was like, her. "You can speak in standard." I was like, "Federation standard." I was like, "Because Federation standard is English." I was like, "Why would he specifically call it standard?" Because we have heard English being referred to as Federation standard, and right. I was like, "Does that mean that Dal is speaking in English?" And if he is speaking in English, does that have some sort of is that a piece of a mystery to where he's from, you know, or what species he is? Was he raised by humans? I don't know. You know, they're like, because I always like these like kind of mysteries. And this yeah. is the first time that like, obviously in Star Trek, we get occasional foreign, foreign tongues, like Klingon, obviously. But this is the first time when I think there, there really is a play on language because you get, you hear a little bit of Tararite, you hear um, Cation, I guess, you know, which is his purring. I don't know why there's a Cation and a Delta Quadrant. I have many questions about why there's a Mutusin, a Tellarite, and a Cation and Delta Quadrant. Will we ever find out? Maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, that was really interesting to me because uh, like a major element, a major narrative piece that we get in that first episode is that um, 
basically all these laborers aren't able to communicate. And because of that, they're not able to like rise up and, you know, do anything. And the barrier of language is something that the diviner controls really closely. And only Gwyn in, uh, what's the robot's name again? The Medusans? Zero? No, Dreadnought. Dreadnought. Dreadnought is like- Oh, the, Dreadnought. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the, you know, he, he also can translate. But otherwise, right. the diviner yeah. keeps a really close eye and control over how communication happens. So I was just like, yeah, this is so interesting. Um, and I feel that we haven't gotten a lot of that, other than maybe a little bit of an enterprise towards the beginning when Hoshi is like trying to figure things out. Um, a lot of study on language and how we as the audience are perceiving language and also how language is such a major element to how people connect to each other. Um, and obviously, and what was also interesting was when Rock Talk um, accidentally activated the universal translator. I did think it was weird that, I don't know if you noticed this, she activated it and then she, her voice changed. Right. And then she was shocked that her voice changed. I was like, why is that how universal translators work? That it actually changes the tone and intonation of your voice? Because suddenly, like, she wasn't just growling, she was actually speaking in a feminine voice, like a feminine child's voice. And she was shocked that that's, you know, that's how she, her voice sounded. It, I thought that was interesting and weird. Um, but also kind of fascinating because we don't really know how universal translators work. So anyway, there are many, there, I, I really, for some reason, I really like uh, got into that. And well, the other piece of the language too, that they talked about is the pronouns in a lot of places. Uh, yeah, particularly very... with zero. Right. Yeah. But also emphasize a few times. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They, they did that a few times. Uh, also, I think the, the piece about Dal assuming that Rock Talk was was a guy. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, making assumptions based upon physical characteristics. Right. Things like that. So, I, yeah, I thought uh, thought that was really interesting. And, and also thinking about Dal, I uh, well, actually, as you were talking, I was starting to think about things and I'm like, what if what if all these or at least this crew, but also maybe everyone on this rock that's doing all this mining? What if they're the children of the families or the people who are on the ship on the protostar who got stranded there and had to make a well, life? We know that the thing is we know it's 2383. So we do? Yeah. So I've read a couple interviews. This is 2383. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like okay. two years after um, two years after Lower Decks, but it's in oh, that same era. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I didn't know that uh, until I started reading up on it, and yeah, there were a couple of interviews about it. Okay, well then I guess that uh, I thought that I thought that this all these kids might actually be the kids that would be interesting of, though of the crew, or I mean, I guess it still could be that, um, but who knows? Yeah, but uh, I was also I also got this vibe from Dal that he's that they're sort of playing this off. I, I, I mean, since Dennis and I are in the process of adoption, maybe that's why it was so, um, made me so aware, but I, I get this impression that Dal, the whole idea around Dal not knowing what he is, what species mm -hmm. he is and, and how triggering 
very slightly, but because he, he controls it, he either reacts with a, you know, he clenches his hands a little bit, or you know, he, he jokes it off and says, "That's rude. Why are you asking me about my species?" Mm-hmm. Uh, that sort of thing. I I just get this idea that he's somehow adopted, or that there he's representing an adopted or orphaned or something. Yeah, know. an or yeah, an, or, an orphan. Yes, so kind uh, of like a backstory. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. So I I thought that that was uh, that stood out for for me but uh yeah there's there's so much to dig into with this this first episode um yeah no i mean yeah i i definitely thought the 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 character interactions i i enjoyed you have i mean gwen and dal are definitely interesting and i'm interested to learn a little bit more about their backstory and obviously they've known each other for a while despite their difference in stature and yeah that 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 would be kind of interesting to dig into yeah gwen is an interesting character she's part of the vow at i don't know uh, neck, i don't know but uh i i didn't i didn't pick up on that until i turned on closed captioning on this last uh, this last watch through, and then uh, also the the rocks that they're or the the gems that they're di- uh, that they're mining are called Chimerian or Chimerian 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 Chimerian. There we mm-hmm. go. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, but so we know what the diviner species is, and also Gwen's species. But mm-hmm. uh, so we have a Bracar in Rock Talk. We have a Medusin. We have a Tellarite. We have an unknown blob called murph. murph uh did i get everybody i think so right i think so yeah, yeah i think so so uh yeah really diverse cast and uh of characters and yeah i i thought it was a, a great like i thought it was a great representation of some some enough star trek to keep the adults interested I was interested. Yeah, I was yeah, like, this is thrilling. <laughs> yeah, no, but also, but also, you know, enough, not, they don't overplay it to the point where the kids, where kids or children would lose interest in it. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. it's definitely, it was definitely action packed. Um, I know you don't have the Paramount Plus subscription that has commercials, but I do. Oh. <laughs> and the number of, Spots that I got for Frosted Flakes, I've never... <laughs> Frosted Flakes <laughs> and Nerf. I was like, it's been I, a long time since I've gotten targeted with ads for Frosted Flakes and Nerf. I think I also got like a Hot Wheels ad. I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> I was I'm like, sure you it's did. been a yeah. long time. Yeah. Uh, this is like bringing back memories of I like mean, Saturday pretty... morning cartoons or Power Rangers or whatever. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, the the commercial breaks were definitely noticeable for me, even though I have the commercial free option. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they have definitive breaks, which, you know, things like Lower Decks doesn't have. True, yeah. Uh, you know, so it's definitely built for commercial TV, but it has those sort of, like, Star Trek before the commercial, right before the commercial kind of sort of cliffhangers, which I thought was right. kind of kind of interesting uh enough to bring you back but uh that sort of thing so i thought that was that was fun and fun and interesting and and you know we get to see i was paying a little bit more attention the third time around 
you know, diff different, different levels as I watch this, but you know, the insides of the protostar look interesting. Uh, and they have a lot of stairs, not no turbo lifts or no. Yeah, I noticed that too. I was like stairs. Yeah. A lot of stairs. Why? So, uh, interesting. Uh, that's a little bit of, you know, a little different than what yeah. we're used to. Um, definitely. I was like, why are there stairs? And I think as you know, I I think at some point we're gonna see Zero gets a new casing because I think that what I've seen from the commercials, or maybe I didn't notice, oh. maybe okay. I didn't notice how. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ragtag his rundown. Right, ragtag janky. their janky their uh, build out was. I thought it was much more. Uh, put together and smooth, and I don't know if that's if I saw something. Oh, maybe the, maybe they built a new suit for him. Maybe yeah, for them, for them or they, yeah. Oh, them, yes. yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know what pronouns. I yeah, I I don't recall. They say they say no, uh, they are not a he or she. So oh okay I yeah. So uh, Manusas don't have. Gender. I mean, they're literally non-corporeal, so. Right. Why would they have a gender? It makes no sense. Yeah. So, what yeah, else? Overall, oh, so, who, yeah. who's your favorite character out of all of this? What are you like? Who Who are you looking forward to exploring the most? John Noble. I want to know what his intentions are. Flash <laughs> the Diviner. First of all, I love, again, I said it last week. I love John Noble, and he definitely was kind of like chewing the scenery a little bit, which is great. Uh, but I'm like, what are, what are, what's his master plan? I mean, other than, because he knows about the Federation, obviously we get that name drop. Right. And yeah. he doesn't yeah. want to expose Gwyn to the Federation. I'm like, Ooh, what is this? What is this dealing to the Federation? And why, you know, what does he know about the Protostar? Why does he want it? And I'm like, I, I want to know all the, all the secrets. So yeah. I'm actually most interested in the villain. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's all right. That's right. I mean, all right. I mean, like, who would I want to know the most? I guess, uh, I guess Zero, actually, because we don't know that much about Medusans. That would be kind of interesting to kind of learn a little bit more about their backstory. Mm. But, but of course, Dao, because we're like, we're, we're meant to be piqued by, you know, what, what is his, what's his, what's his deal? Yeah. What's his story? What's his background? Where, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, Dal is definitely there, but I also, I really like Jankum Pog. Oh, okay. I'm not, really, I'm not like a big fan of like Tellarites. They're like, fine. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we've yeah. seen different ones. You know, we've seen, you know, we've seen original series ones and we've seen Enterprise ones. We haven't really, have we ever, I don't think we've seen at least an act, like a real character uh, Tellarite in like Next Gen, Deep Space Nine, Voyager. No. No, not really. So, you know, I think, uh, but they did, you know, they did play them out really interestingly in Enterprise, but mm -hmm. I, I am, uh, I think that this is a really interesting character and he, and he is very smart and he's, he's, he's argumentative. So, oh, this is the other thing. Dal knew that he was a Tellarite, which is interesting. Yeah, which I thought was interesting. I was like, how does he know uh, he's a and, and they knew that he was argumentative. Now, right. So right off the bat, I mean, and, you know, in the little dialogue that they do have, you know, they don't really, how could you know that? So there's some knowledge there either that is mm -hmm. 
sort of just leaked or is part of Dal's experience right in his like past he, like he so, knows about the tower rights for some reason i yeah. call that too yeah so i thought that, that was, was interesting but i i really i i like i like he also knew Fogg. um what medusans are because remember when gwyn mentioned that zero is a medusan and his immediate reaction was like oh a telepath do you remember that oh yeah so he knows about medusans he didn't know that zero is a medusan but once he found out. I didn't that, pick up on that piece. Yeah, once yeah, he found I'm out sure. that he that uh, that zero was a Medusa, he was like, "Ooh." Oh, and then he, yeah, he put it he put it together because he put it together that zero was trying to contact him before. Yeah, was a one. Two, or was in his head actually. Right, he made that right. he made that uh, jump that leap into saying, "Oh, it was in my head." So he could he knows what a telepath is essentially, or, or a Medusan, or a Medusan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I'm really excited about Jenkin Pog. I think uh, I really love his introduction. That scene where they understand each other for the first time, and just that whole conversation is really enjoyable for me. Uh, just that back and forth, but also like, do you want to be surrounded by a bunch of yes trolls? And, oh, that's really funny. I like uh, that. And uh, he nicknames uh, he nicknames uh, Dal uh, Tailbutt, I think, or something oh, I like remember that. that. Yeah, yeah. So, which I know, I know my nephews and niece would love that tailbutt. They'd probably, if they saw this, they'd probably be mm. calling each other tailbutt and, ah. and laughing. So it's, uh, uh, yeah. So I'm really, I'm really, I really like him. Uh, you know, I do want to know about all of them, but uh, and obviously, you know, uh, Rock Talk is the youngest. She's, I think, eight or something. Yeah. Like so uh, her story, you know, she's very advanced uh physically physically i mean but also like doing all this work that you know she's smart enough to know how to do all this mining work or she's you know she's right she's pretty savvy for an eight-year-old mm -hmm. even though even if she is a bracar so um which is a callback to the novels and peter david's right. creation so yes, yes uh which is really cool uh i'm sure uh Peter David is enjoying that as well. So I'm excited. I, I thought it was a great hour, you know, what, 40, 46 minutes long. It was great. It was long. Um, yeah, it was like, I think it was almost an hour. So, yeah, yeah, it was really enjoyable. And I, I'm, I'm excited to see what uh, the first regular episode is going to be like. Like, how are they? How is this going to be structured from a? It's probably going to be more episodic. I. You know, I, I doubt they're like going crazy serialized with this story, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely mysteries and yeah. And uh, I want to see this, whatever it is, slip, slipstream drive, perhaps, or something. I don't know what kind of drive it is. I was uh, listening to another podcast about it and they were talking about it's it's like proto drive or something. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Okay. It's another type of. Oh, and finally, you know, the name Protostar is uh, is perfect for this because it is the precursor to a uh, to a star. So it's kind of like a. Huh? What do you mean? Protostar is a, a pre star almost. OK. Uh, so that's I, I saw an interview with uh, the creators, the Hageman brothers. Oh, and okay. they chose that name because I see. It's uh, you know a pre-star, you know a, a younger star. Ah, I see. I understand. So I understand. it's a uh, it's a cool, um, cool little uh, honorific to uh, what they're trying to do here. Actually, that 
kind of uh, makes me think of a question. Why is it called Star Trek Prodigy? Oh, that's a great question. Is one uh, of them like a prodigy of some sort? I mean, may, maybe Dal is a prodigy. I don't know. Or, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and I, you know what? I got that a little bit confused I, because uh, Gwen is referred to as a progeny. Right. Which is a times, different word. <laughs> which is a different word, but it was like confused when I, yeah, when I was watching it one of the times I was like, Oh, that's weird. You know, like not prodigy, but progeny. So yeah, who who calls a child progeny? I mean, uh, yeah, right, exactly. So we we do know that Gwen is a daughter. So there is a vocab in here for the kids. Like, yes, yes, definitely. Progeny? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but maybe Dal is a prodigy. Maybe, he maybe, is. yeah. Um, which would you know? Yeah, because explain... when they announced the title, it's like, why is it called such a prodigy? Yeah, and, and you know that. Dal is pretty like we've just discussed. Dal is pretty savvy about all of these races and abilities and things that yeah. you wouldn't really know if you were really from the Delta Quadrant. So yeah, I feel that we're going to get some sort of reveal that will explain why it's called Star Trek Prodigy at some point. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, uh, look for it. So I think it's great, and uh, I'm ready for more. And we've got a couple of weeks. <laughs> we're gonna to get more. Tomorrow. And then in two weeks, we'll be drowning in Star Trek. We will. Yeah, we will. But that's okay. I, I, you know, a plethora of Star Trek is fine by me. It's a lot of Star Trek. No, it's great. Like, I need to find the time to watch all the Star Trek, but it'll be fine. Well, you'll just have to put all of your other subscription services on pause and watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else am I even watching right now? I mean, just the Apple TV shit. Oh, and then we have a couple of Bebop. That's soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess there will be a lot. Okay. There will be a lot. Yeah, a lot, lot yeah. coming out this month and into the into the early part of the new year. Yeah. Well, that's all I have for Prodigy. Thoughts? Anything else? I feel that we covered the majority of it. Yeah. No, I think that's it. I'm sure we're going to find more and we'll go, go back and, and see. And, and I'm anxious to see what our uh, sponsor, Fansets, is going to do with Prodigy pins. I'm, I'm looking <laughs> pins. forward to that. There's What's been that nothing word? yet. I don't know. You know, it's it's been a long week already. It's Wednesday, but uh, also. So, the, I you know, looking forward to seeing what what they come out with uh, with pins for this series. That'll be mm. great to see. No. Uh, it's going to be different than uh, the Lower Decks pins. The, and obviously, this is a CGI animated right. series. So oh, yeah. it's going to be different. But uh, Fansets is one of our is the is our exclusive sponsor of Deep Space Pride and also the Trek Geeks podcast network. Yes, they are. And uh, if you head over to Fansets and put a bunch of pins and you can go there now, there's a ton of pins. There's over 300 licensed Star Trek pins on the site, as well as other properties like Harry Potter, Scooby-Doo, and uh, they had a horror thing going on for Halloween, which was just a few days ago. So go well, there. Halloween's over now. And Halloween where's my over. Mariah Carey? I'm ready. That is a very popular question, but she's not a pin yet. There's no Mariah. She isn't a pin yet. Oh my gosh! So funny. There we go. Maybe we can. uh, Maybe we can convince fans that's to reach out to Mariah Carey, and she they can do a 
I'm right, sure that would do gangbusters. That would probably do, right? That yes, do, that would do well. So anyway, if you go over there, spend more than $30, which is really easy uh, to do, uh, put more than $30 of pins in your cart, you'll uh, get free shipping in the US. And if you use the code DSPRIDE, all caps, you will get 10% off your order. And we thank Fansets for being our exclusive sponsor of Deep Space Pride and the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Thanks, Fansets. Cool. All right. Um, well, that does it for this episode, which we we did we decided to keep shorter than usual because some of us are on a tight schedule. Some but of us, yes. Some of us slash me. Some of us. <laughs> You, you are on yeah. a tight schedule, yes. Uh, but whatever, you're also busy, so. Oh, absolutely. No, I'm yeah. not complaining both, at all. We're both not complaining at all. Yeah, we're both. So we kept it a little bit more brief than usual on purpose. But if you guys want to reach out to us, um, we would love to hear your thoughts on Prodigy and the series premiere. You can reach us on Instagram and Twitter at dspacepride, and you can also email us at dspacepride at gmail.com yay there we go cool all right sure and sweet at 40 something minutes wow yes and almost on time for your next engagement yes i need to uh, get dressed and go soon so here we are here we we go well here you go i yes go back to doing and it's cold outside it's like in the mid 40s yes let's the high 40s right now don't 46 anyway all right well we'll talk again soon and there we go yeah thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you back here next week bye everyone bye Deep Space Pride is a production of Coconut Media Works. Executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.